Hey, hot down eyes. Hello, Shane. The hot down is back on the airways. I'm here with relationship counselor Chelsea Morgan. And X. <laughs> and Mr. Con- X. Contestant X. We have Holly, who's going to tell her story about having every relationship she's been in be cheated on. Mm, it mm. was, yeah, yeah. And Chelsea, this is obviously part one, so we're splitting it into two. Yep. Do you remember what we spoke about at the start? <laughs> no, nah, you can talk. Infidelity. Yeah, cool. Cheating, and then we- Went into tw- Twin Flames. Twin Flames. I reckon nights. that's probably where That's we'll probably cut episode that one. Episode and, mm. and we'll move on to the next one. So. All right, so let's get hard. Let's get hard. <laughs> and monogamous. <laughs> oh. Look at these men finishing one sentence. I'll take the bit now. <laughs> I'm a crow. <laughs> you shall you not pass. You shall not pass. <laughs> he never did the W, <laughs> but everybody else has done the W. <laughs> Listen all the way to the end and you'll see why he's the dumbest cunt on the planet. Yes. Grab a drink, settle down, and we'll see you in right now. Five <laughs> yeah. <Five-yard> podcast. <laughs> Can we talk about betting and stuff or not? No. What about that relationship? With your gambling addiction. Excuse me, is it an addiction or is it a... a, It is a solid addiction. Is it a job? Oh, just because you're badass at it, big daddy. I'm so good at it. (laughs) You said it, not me. It's not even gambling. It's just called winning. It's well, we gambled gambling. this morning. We gambled this morning. And yeah, lost. we lost fifty bucks each. Yeah. See, no one, no one talks about the lows. No I always talk about, talk about the, the highs. Losses. I'm absolutely cooked as well from that, <laughs> Bobby. Yeah. Just anyway, cooked. I said yeah. cooked. Yeah. Let's do it, ladies and gentlemen, genders and fucking whatever the fuck you are in 2021. <laughs> Welcome to the Hard Yarns <laughs> Podcast. Let's get around. I'm sick of PC shit. Oh, fuck I'm it. sick of it as Let's well. Do it. Um, oh Chelsea, God. you're back, um, and we're here with our guest X. Guest X? Yep. Oh, yeah. As in they XYZ, are. not EX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. guest X. X. Yeah, we can't. never know so Anonymous. Yeah. Anonymous. Mm. Oh, we've never had an anonymous. QAnon. Q-anon. Q-anon. Anonymous. Yeah. Well, we better not put this part of the video on online. No, she can't be seen. Oh, well. She's secret. Yeah, okay. do an accent as well. Put a big X in do front it, of do my it. face. Actually, yes. Can you put an do accent Do an accent. On? What accent? So no, every, every well, for some hell. reason, all I could think of was Yaman, but I don't feel <laughs> 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 Yeah, well, look, I mean, Yaman. I am against fuck it, the PC, but. I've all of a sudden changed to Mr. X. Yeah, yeah Mr. Cultural appropriation. Yeah. So for everyone out there who recognises this lovely lady's voice, shut up and don't say her name. But yeah. um, I almost said your name then, funny. <laughs> so Let's give her a fake name. X is here. Gertrude. Gertrude is here. Yeah. At least make me sound a bit hotter than Gertrude. All right. Uh, G- Gertie. Gertie. No. <laughs> All right, let's um, – what's a sexy girl's name? <laughs> yeah, what is a sexy um, girl's I name? I call her Amora. No, I always That's liked um, – I have Chelsea. no idea. But Chelsea, this would be a great way to – actually, I've always found Chelsea an attractive man because I used to have a crush on Chelsea, Chelsea um, Proud. Proud back in the day, so maybe that's association. But I, oh. I always liked Holly – Holly, yeah, Holly, Holly was always a hot you chick. You suit Holly. Yeah, you do actually. So Holly's here today because Holly. um, Holy she's shit. inspiring to our subject yes. of chat today, which is going to be about infidelity, cheating, and also we've got a bit of twin flame soulmate chat in there, maybe. Yep. Mm. So Holly, mm-hmm. almost said her mm-hmm. name again. Anyway, Holly, um, <laughs> yeah. So you're going to say and, her name, yeah? Yeah, guaranteed. That's right. Oh. We can always Holly. It's anyway, good because so, I've forgotten her name already. So like, oh, I'm, good, it's just Holly. Perfect. <laughs> so Holly came from my hometown 
with me today. I'm trying so hard not to say the name. It's very distracting. Anyway, from Denmark to Perth and we were talking on the way here about the subject of infidelity and cheating and I said you should say your experience in relationships because Holly is a banging babe inside and out and she's had an interesting experience. So go ahead, Holly. Mm. Okay, I didn't know you were going to do that. but so <laughs> <laughs> With her hands. <laughs> just yeah. Let's roll with it. Um, I guess, yeah, you just asked, uh, have I been cheated on or um, has there been any infidelity in any of my relationships? And I said, uh, actually, everyone. Stop so cheating on your partners. <laughs> <laughs> Simple. It's actually only been the other way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How many I mean, relationships and I mean, of time? there's been two long ones, like six years, two years, and really? then yeah. – like I thought you were going to say too long on six inches and <laughs> <laughs> six years or two, yeah. And then, no, we won't talk about inches, but okay. yeah. yeah. I, that's not <laughs> I don't want to make you feel jealous I, I or know. anything, you know. I know. You've got, you've got a problem in that area. <laughs> I know. How do you know? <laughs> <laughs> Where it gets around the trap because you're not, Jesus. You're not um, Gertrude. Fuck. You've got your name I don't have there. Gertrude, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Continue. Anyway, so I was like, what? And I – knew that because I've known Holly for a long time. Is it Gertrude Holly? We don't know. <laughs> um, and so I was like, that goes to show the very point that I would like to press into today about that it's definitely not about the person that is cheated on because I know Holly very well and I know what um, know she's real like name. in relationships. <laughs> and so I was like, wow, that's quite inspiring for the conversation that I, we were going to launch into. So, yeah. Yep. So, let's launch in. Why do people cheat, Charles? Well, the answer to that question is there are many different reasons. Um, it's usually a situation that comes from either getting power and control internally or externally, getting comfort and care, or um, respect and recognition. They're the three sort of main areas that people cheat, but in in an umbrella sort of encapsulating word, it's generally about not feeling enough. And so therefore people that don't feel enough pull things in from the external world into their internal world to fill them up from the inside out. But of course that's a game because it never really works in the end. But some people do have affairs or cheat and they realise that they're – you know, husband's enough and they want to go back to their husband and then other people have – or, you know, wife or whatever, partner um, – or they can have affairs and then realise the thing that they were looking for is actually not within their relationship. So – and it, it's it's all different reasons. Oh, that's a massive answer. That's a massive, yeah. you know, question. Horses for courses. Because sometimes also- people just don't want to be with the person they're with so they look for an easy out. Yep, yep. Yes, yeah, do you but think it's, it's usually self-sabotage? deeper. Do you think there's a bit of self-sabotage involved in that sort of stuff? Um, like as in um, – Definitely. self, Yeah, and also that whole self-fulfilling prophecy and also, con, you know, conf- confirmation bias. So they'll be like, um, yeah, exactly, self-sabotage, confirm something that they feel about themselves and then they go seeking more and then it doesn't happen and then, of course, it's like rubbing salt in the wound. Mm. What? But you yeah, talk, Holly. So are you saying it's more about the cheater than the cheaty? 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, or it's always usually about the person that cheats. Quite often it's nothing to do with the person that gets cheated on or nothing to do with um, the relationship. Lots of people can cheat still in love. And this is why I'm really passionate about this topic um, because I don't think it's understood. I don't think it's talked about enough. I think there's too much shame and blame on the person that cheats. No one, you know, everyone wants to judge them. No one wants to scratch under the surface and find out the why. They just want to shame and blame, you know. And I don't condone cheating, but it's frustrating to me that people do that because Mm. it's not understood. And it's normally take the person that's cheated on, it normally takes takes it personally they think it's about themselves and they don't tell people because they're embarrassed about it mm. and it's mm. kind of has a big effect on them as well so it's interesting that the person yeah how did you feel did you tell people no so I now you've just told all three of our listeners <laughs> which is why i'm gertrude or holly or yeah. someone you know mr x yeah. man yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is it, it is hard to like talk about definitely yeah because you feel like a bit of a numpty like how did I not know? And especially if, you know, in some of my cases, their friends you know, or their family knew about it. So you feel like well, you've just been betrayed by them and their friends. And mm. you're like, all these times we were hanging out, why didn't anyone say anything to me? Like, yeah, that's a good like question. Either. They also cheated on me because mm. – that, and you just feel but disrespected is it their and just like a piece of shh. Shite, basically. You I can swear. You. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, but uh, that's a, it's a weird spot though because whose place is it to tell someone when their well, partner's exactly. not being you know, faithful? In that city, if it you depends get, on your relationship with I've your friends. I've been in a situation where I know you know someone's been um, unfaithful to someone I know, and you think, well, I kind of would want to know. <clears> I've wanted to know when it's me, so you'd want to tell them. But I've just said to the person that's done it, you need to tell them because. Otherwise, I will, and then that sort of yeah. So you gave them the option to like yeah. You do I feel it, like they your... need to hear it from the person that's done it. But yeah. at the same point, yeah, mm. I just can't sit by and sort of watch it, knowing that, and also knowing how I felt by hearing from somebody else because mm. that's happened to me where someone else has told me. And what did you, did you bring it up? Well, actually, I was with Chelsea and Chelsea. <laughs> You never call me that, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But Sorry. I'm Mr. X-Man. Oh yeah, X Man. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I was with her, and um, the person that was having a, a relationship with my, who I thought I was having a relationship with, came over and and said, "Yeah, I feel you know let down because he's he's been seeing you while he's been seeing me." And I thought, well, "How do you think I feel? Mm. Yeah. I was there before you." Yeah. <laughs> so mm. you know, and mm. that was pretty That's pretty right. dramatic. Yes. We remember. Yes. Did you have a smash or what? Well, I was very angry. <laughs> Let's just say we'd had a fair few drinks as well, so that didn't help with emotions. Are you and the other person? I was emotional and then Chelsea was angry for me. Um, I was like, as my get friend. the fuck away. Man. So the other girl was there? She came and told us. Right. Chelsea, you but were But did she know you were angry. or she I'm found like, out? She said, yeah, you know, you're with – with him and I thought I was with him and I said, well. Well, that's not her fault. No, I've I was ang- – sorry, I, the anger was towards him. the boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he came over trying to act all He was like, what's why you upset? I was like, nah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, monogamy's – I don't know, man. It's a weird one. Mm. Go on, launch. Weigh in, well, please. Yeah. Weigh in, man. Because we're serial mm. monogamists. Yeah. 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 It just doesn't – as, a, as a male, it just doesn't feel like it's a natural thing. I think it's possible. 
that I understand that it's not it's not a I, feel I don't like think it's not, you're meant to have people in your life for certain parts of that life like you're really lucky if you find someone forever. Oh, I agree. But I don't know how people do it full stop. How they yeah. stay with one person for forever, let's say. Like, mm-hmm. you know, for longer than my lifetime. Mm-hmm. That's you know, I look at my parents they're still together and I think how? Yeah. That's yeah. it. How? How please. And it must be really good. And also what? It must be good. Well, cuz I oh, my I could never really be good. in a relationship where I felt like I just had to settle for it. You know, I'd be I'd want to be with somewhere where it's like this is sick. I don't want to go outside of the boundaries of mm. this. This is awesome. Well, and even if you do feel it, you talk about it and then you spice it up, do role play, whatever you want to do, but mm. If it doesn't feel right, I think people are fucking cowards and they don't get out of their relationships when it doesn't feel right. I think that's definitely true. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I interesting, can, yeah. It's easier to stay than to leave for sure. See, I would say I'm the kind of person that I need to go if it doesn't feel right. And that's what happened in my last relationship as well. My, my last, my only relationship. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it felt great, but after a while it just I think wasn't right. this is why I, I'm actually, and I'm not, what's it called when you plug? Yeah, I'm about to start... I want to specialise or at least channel my focus in on marriage prevention of breakup, marriage as in just two people, because I think counselling should be a preventative thing. I think that every single couple should go to counselling because- Well, as a wedding celebrant, we are required to let them know where their pre-council marriages are and you give them a a pamphlet. Isn't that only- Yeah, they're supposed to. I'm I'm required by law to give them a, a, a- pamphlet that tells them that they've got to potentially go see a count. They don't have to, but it's like, just let you know. But it's very, the, the marriage acts from 1961. So it's, it's stuff like, you know, when you get married, you're going to live together. So think about your yeah. will and people are already living together. Yeah. Shit, so it's a bit antiquated, but in all the PD stuff we do, we're supposed to let the couples know where their closest, you know, marriage and relationship counselor is. Well, I, de- I definitely agree before with what, yeah, I can't remember who said it before, but Holly the, or Chelsea are your two choices. It was either you or, or me. Chelsea. Yeah. It was. Uh, um, what about Mister X? No, Mister X Holly. or Holly or Gertrude. Yeah. Where are or Gertrude. Confused. Uh, she. Yeah, it wasn't. It was one of you guys. You said um, that it, it's the fear of breaking up. You just sort of avoid it. That was me. So you're <clears> a coward. Yeah, it is. It is like um, you just like the our relationship. My relationship's obviously broken down now, and. I think whatever happened to end that relationship is a result of it not being there regardless for the last four to five years, probably slowly breaking down. Maybe uh, maybe I need to look deeper into that. But <clears throat> it was certainly um, definitely. there was probably signs a long mm. time ago and you sort of just ignore them. You're like, fuck, we've already been together for a long time. Like it's almost like, fuck, well, it's almost like you're going backwards, that fear of going backwards when you've already mm. – I don't know what it is. And then you get married and then you have mm. kids and you're like, well, fuck. Like, yeah. it's <laughs> done. What do I do? Like, mm. do I just – so – and then, um, yeah, I guess that's sort of how Steph felt as well. So, um, Well, love – I always say love doesn't die, it gets <clears throat> neglected. And I think I would have said that on one of the episodes is that – and that backs exactly what you're saying. It doesn't just turn off like a tap. It doesn't just die. It mm. gets neglected neglected and just like any investment, a marriage is an investment and you must drip feed effort into it for it to stay afloat, just like a mortgage. You yeah. know, you have to upkeep your payments, otherwise kaput. That's exactly Same what thing. Wolfie said 
Yeah. Well, we had him up. <laughs> yeah. who you just met before, he, he said, it's like a plant. You both got to water the plant. Yeah. Mm. You and, both have to mm. nurture and look and after we, it. If one person's doing it all, then it yeah. just dies. I think we both had too much going on as well um, mm. for our relationship and it's, it just uh, we both put focus into different things and, and the relationship was definitely neglected. So that ended up resulting in what happened – and there's so many – you can go so many ifs and buts and whens and hows, but at the end of the day, if we weren't in love three or four years ago and we'd realised that, we were just kicking a bucket down the road that wasn't going to last. Is that – do you think? Or do you think well, it's repairing I, what it was there? I – so you're saying cause you, because you – I haven't heard this from you yet. So you're saying in your situation, your story, mm. so, yeah, the marriage's broken down, but you're saying that it had started to break down four years ago and you guys could, put your head in the bucket pretty much. Could have. Like yeah. I, I think we both started to really notice when um, in, within the same week um, I started a business, got my first client, we had mm. a kid mm. and uh, Steph's family had a, a bit going on, mm. like something um, – pretty dramatic that we had to take a lot of load for as well. Mm. So um, Steph had a lot to, to sort of deal with there. Mm. Uh, yeah, I was about to – I'll say something in reference to that because yeah. that's a big reason why people do um, have affairs or cheating. So I'll we'll swing back into that. And so we, I guess we were both um, in that space where we sort of oh, – I guess initially I had assumed that – for me, it was going to be like if I'll put my effort into this for now and then she'll put her effort into this and in mm. two or three years we would have gotten through it and it'll be like worth it. And, and did you communicate that to each other? We did other? communicate that but I don't think it mattered. And I don't know whether it happened before that. that oh, okay. It could have. Like I, you can't put a timeline on it in hindsight because fuck knows how I, right now how I'm feeling is like all I know right mm. now. I don't. I can't recall how I was feeling five years ago. I can't recall feeling – oh, shit, I, I didn't want to be in this relationship. I could probably think of things that annoyed me or moments where we had arguments or something like that, but mm. I, I can't recall feeling like that. I, I do not recall. Yeah. You might like, not have let your brain even go there because, you know. Well, I was a bit, I was, I was very logical. I understood that like fucking being annoyed was something that happens with someone that mm. you live with for fucking 24 hours a day, you know. Like mm. if you're on each other all the time, you're going to – all my housemates used to annoy the fuck out of me, but mm. I love them. Like, mm. it's, if you're with someone all the time, eventually little things mm. are going to fucking annoy you and get on you. So I just used mm. that. That's how I logically broke it down. But mm. Or did you just not see it coming because you went in that headspace of thinking about leaving? Or, oh you know, no, you were like happy maybe. no, no, no. Well, I definitely this, and this is why it's not all on Steph because it's uh, definitely things over the last two or three years. I'd started to go well, maybe like having doubts. Maybe we've made mm. a mistake, you know. Maybe mm. like just doubts, not mm. like I'm going to go do something. Just mm. like doubts. Mm. So, and everyone deals with doubt in a different way, and um, some people it can be quite traumatizing, and then therefore they go and seek um, attention, affection, comfort, care, respect, rec- recognition elsewhere. You know, and like what you were saying before is that Steph was going through things. That is one of the triggers and the tellers to people that cheat. And as I've, you know, over the years having clients and looking into their story, there's always an element of Mm. grief and loss. There is always like, 
and it doesn't have to be death, but yeah. it can be like a disconnection from someone, a trauma, um, an adjustment to life, and yeah. that can be a trigger. And the reason is because that whole YOLO, FOMO, fuck it mentality yeah. that drives you to just go, fuck it, like I need a release, I need an out, I need to switch my mind off, I yeah. need something fresh. And we both – I, we definitely – I'll never ever speak poorly of Steph in in any regard because I just think we tried our best mm. and whatever it resulted in is fucking not great. But like that's mm. what it's. I can't change it. Like, mm. and yeah, you said like just not needed an outlet. And mm. if I'm not there to because I'm busy with my business or the same other way around, then mm. you know, I, I definitely a thing was and I, with our sort of prevention. Um, prevention, uh, I guess, obsession that I had with you, um, mm-hmm. we both sort of a- acknowledged that I was the one who was always trying to fix things and instead of oh, yes. instead of maybe just listening and just sometimes just being there. And, yeah, I'm, I was that oh, sort of like yeah, I, I need – I want to try and fix the problem. I want to try and, and – Sometimes and I don't think <clears throat> – Girls just want you to listen on and not try to fix it. Yeah, and that's that was a, that was a big problem. For us, I was always trying to like if she came to me with a problem, I'd try to help her with it instead of mm, just being advised, like, yeah, yeah, I'd always try and go, well, maybe we can do this, maybe we can do that. Like, there's always something. And uh, I, yeah. girls are fuck man. That could, <laughs> what are you supposed to do? That could be really fucking annoying. What, what are you though, supposed you know? to do? Like, you go, that yeah, could, I'll try to help you. I don't want you to help you. I want you to listen. Okay, listen. Fucking give me, give yeah. me. How am I going to fix it? Well, yeah. that's like that. that were, have you guys seen that ad? That's like. He's he's like I'm going to get Maccas. Do you want something? And she goes, That's all right. I'm not hungry. And then and then he comes back and and she's like, Oh, can I have a bite? And he just presses on record on his phone. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. I'm not hungry. It's all right. I'm not hungry. And he's like, It's all right. I'm not hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's the like I've said to some people now. Would you like my advice or my ear? Yeah. Like, what do you want? Do you want – and actually just naming it and they'll say, just listen. Or they'll say, no, I actually want your opinion and your advice. Because sometimes, yeah, I'm I'm a fixer as well. Like, I want to get in there and advise and help. And especially with friends, you – there's – you know, you've got to be respectful of that line because some people just want you to listen. Mm. Some people want you to snort the line. It's very hard because we are in a very <laughs> – <laughs> We're in a very open, honest podcast, and we, t- me and Delby, try to just speak and say whatever we want. But I'm, I'm very mindful of being respectful of the whole situation. So mm. I, it's the first time I've ever been reserved in my thoughts and speaking about anything. So I have no idea mm. where this conversation will go today, but I will, mm. I will be as open Respect. as I possibly yep. can um, about everything. But I, 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 it's odd because I've been. Um, I'm going to try to be less funny today as well, guys. I've had, try, you better try I've real had, hard because you're so funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean in terms of interrupting. I'm handling it very well, I think, <coughs> and a lot of people have made comment on like, wow, I can't believe how gotcha. well you're handling it and, and how you're being with the whole situation. Um, but I have recently started, and I said this to Delby and a few close mates the other day, that I've been having very big anxiety attacks mm. and I've never had that in my life and it's um it it's just triggered by like work stresses just normal work stresses that it when I had Steph there um it mm. was like oh it's all okay because as long as I've got Steph I've I'm okay like I as long as he's 
can give me that reassurance that it's fine or mm. like as long as I'm as long as she's happy I'm going to I'm okay. So it sounds like to me she was maybe your anchor <sighs> yeah. or comfort blanket. Yeah, 100%. And mm. then so the other day um mm. it was a hard day because it was I had a lot of stresses, a lot of people fucking asking me for things and a lot of things happening and then it was just so simple I was actually having I was bathing Scotty. I was having a bath with Scotty and it just hit and mm. like this sort of attack started hitting and mm. I was like, I've got to fucking look after Scotty. I've got to bath her. I've got all these things I've got to do and there's no one There's no one here. There's no mm. one here at all. And I sound so – I feel so fucking pretentious complaining mm. about that because there's so many like single mums and single parents who have to do that without mm. – it's like I feel like I'm complaining about something I shouldn't, but because I'm not used to it, mm. and I've sort of I think get I, used to it, buddy. Yeah, get I, used to the single laugh and the and the crippling loneliness. Oh, mate, and it just <laughs> it fucking it broke me. Like mm. I was only like 15 minutes, but I couldn't I couldn't what speak. What happened? What did it look like? Where was Scotty? We were in the bath and we were bathing, and she was, we were just singing nursery rhymes, and I just started fucking like I don't know. Uh, Breathing faster. I just couldn't. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't like. I was just like, and I started panicking because I was with Scotty and I was in a bath, and I started going like, I got to fucking pull my shit together. I got to. What nursery rhyme was it? (laughs) Yeah, just fucking row row. Bar bar black sheep, and you're like, peace, people, he's coming. Yeah, bar bar. Yeah, white sheep. It was. I'm going to try and not be funny. Um, (laughs) Well, you need to lighten the mood here, just a touch, just a touch, because he's about to (laughs) yeah break down. So it was. Um, it was tough. It was like, Mm. and then. Um, I actually just randomly got a message uh, from someone and it I don't know what – it was nothing. It was a nothing message but it just stopped. It like it stopped mm. the trigger. Mm. It's just a chat and I felt like I could breathe, like mm. relax a little bit and, yeah, that's mm. how I felt. I felt like constricted. I felt like so smothered mm. in every direction that I couldn't escape it and mm. I didn't have my anchor there to just mm. reassure me or just to just say let's just watch a movie, let's just relax. Mm. Like – well, also you've got a hundred percent supervision of Scotty. Yeah, so you that, can't switch off. So there, there's that as well. But it was just it was. I think I've. I think I said this before. I've had housemates my whole life. I lived with my parents, my brothers, you know. Mm. And then I moved out with Steph. We bought a house. I had a kid. Like mm. never ever been alone. So those lonely nights as well. They, they're a bit lonely. They're a bit. Um, they're okay. They're just a bit emptier. They're emptier. Um, they mm. sort of very much reflect what's going on. And the, of course, and the sort of. Because the distraction's not there of people. Yeah. It's not like – so when we were together, those nights alone were bliss. It was mm. like that night to myself. Oh, sweet. Mm. Like I got a night to myself. I'm going to watch TV. But it wasn't to yourself because Steph was there. Is that no, weird? no, no. Like no, if she when, was when like away or – Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. now the sort Security of, of a relationship well, is they're just, gone. The, the fact that – this is never coming back or this this sort of reality that this is going to be a long time before I have that again or oh, maybe won't yeah. come back, yeah. um, that family dynamic, you know, instead of it being like a night oh, alone yeah. was a, a, like a, just a break. I hear you, yeah. So yeah, tomorrow yeah, Steph and Scotty are going to be back at home and it's going to mm, be like, oh, happy family. This is reality. This is the reality yeah. now for uh, for the unforeseen future mm. and, it was, and it's become like, oh, fuck, this is depressing. This is mm. – yeah, but I don't, I don't, I, I, it's more that I've adjusted to it for nine years, like being with someone. Mm. It's a long time to be with someone. And, and yeah, and it's a reset, reality, bro. reality bites, but also, um, 
I think with that panic, it's about something not being familiar. And I think we've talked about that on another episode is that we are wired as mammals, as human beings to gravitate to what's familiar and away from what's unfamiliar. And when we realise that we're in a situation that is new, unknown, um, it's very scary. And panic attacks are the accumulation of fear-based thoughts that get out of control and it's a bodily response of fear. It's how the body processes fear. So instead of – I know a lot of therapists out there, they say breathe and, you know, go and do something. I say go hell for leather in the panic attack. Feel it. Figure out where – Oh, yeah? Does he say that? Yeah, Um, present. Yeah, figure out where it's coming from. Your body is your compass. It's telling you something. It's trying to show you something. Mm. And to distract yourself, sure, that's the easy way out. Mm. But to feel it and to go curious and ask your body, what are you trying to tell me? What am I – what's going on? What can I learn from this? And it sounds like you already have. It's Mm. that it's the – um, reality bit. That's mm. what happened. You realise that, holy shit, this is my new reality and, yeah, maybe the last few weeks I haven't actually felt the weight of my new reality and it just came crashing in the bath yeah. and it comes out of nowhere. And, and that and yeah. 99% of the time I'm fine. It's mm. because, you know, that Buddhist part in me understands the attachment to other people and other mm. things in, in relation to your happiness and your security and mm. and and joy is not a healthy relationship to have. Mm. So, well, um, according to one yeah, philosophy. To, yes, but yeah, to Buddhism, sorry. Yeah. And, and for, through mm-hmm. those sorts of things, like through attachment becomes mm. longing, uh, becomes, you know, lacking of the beloved, all mm. these sorts of things. So... The, through those, that attachment, I understood that. So my logical brain was like, "Well, yes, I loved Steph. She loved me. Like it was a, it was good for what it was." But I was sort of going, "Look, we grew from each with with each other. We've become who we are now, which I think we're both better people for it and whatnot. And we've both got a beautiful daughter out of it. Mm. So I was seeing the benefits out of it." Um, but it still doesn't mean that there's just like moments of like grief oh. and loss. Yeah, and um, I'm. I'm and who's eight. to say that's unhealthy, man? You're it's saying not that, unhealthy. You know, it's people just, like, oh, I don't like attachments it. are <laughs> not healthy. It's like, fuck up. That's just your – you're putting your parameters onto how I should feel. Yeah. Who's to say it wasn't healthy, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. nothing wrong with like having fun and loving someone and if they make yeah. you happy, then fuck it, man. It's no, no, healthy. no, yes, of course. But if they're your sole source of happiness and making yeah. you happy, that's where the, the – the, I guess the, the – imbalance can come. Correct. But so still to, – To have – there's love – um, in regards to the way that Buddhist, Buddhism, for example, and Taoism and that breaks it down mm. is like there's love in um, in like regards to uh, what do they call it giving without receiving Same. and that that side of things, and then there's love of attachment. Mm. So the love of giving without receiving that's a different sort of love, and that's the love oh, you have. Jobs. For, that's the, the love you have for all your <laughs> friends. That's great. That's the jobs. That's the best. Giving without receiving. That's that is good. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's a good. That's the healthy form of love. That's yeah, the love that I. Flo jobs is a healthy form. No, but that is the healthy form of love. That's the healthy. That's the same love that I feel for Delby. Is the same Thanks love both. I feel for fucking Chelsea. For mm. for those people around me is mm. a very healthy love, and mm. I still think the healthy love that you can have for your partner and, and mm. soulmate and twin flames. Like, oh, mm. I think you want to talk about like that's still mm. healthy as well. But to completely attach yourself to your your happiness is succinct with the succinct is attached sorry to but also it's very their, sorry connect, you to, is attached sentence. to their connection i think just sets you up for a, for a potential painful painful experience yeah i feel but like also, it's better if you get it like if it just increases it 
Yes. You know, if it, if it makes it extra, if yeah. you're extra happy. Yes. That's sick. I think a partner can definitely yeah. in, it boost your, your overall happiness, but to rely solely on that person to yeah. make you happy is you need to find that happiness always comes from within and being true to yourself. Yeah, mm. and if that ancient philosopher was wrong, if it makes you happy, then why the hell are you so yeah. sad? <laughs> oh, crikey. Oh, uh, but I was going to say that it's natural and it's instinctual and it's innate that we attach to individuals, right? When we're born as mammal babies, we – and I've seen this just in my with my sister's newborn baby. I can see my sister's newborn baby trying to focus her eyes to attach to the parents. And that's why they say during breastfeeding, you know, I engage with your baby, have heaps of skin time because it's natural and healthy and instinctive for mammals to attach to a individual or two individuals, right? So that's in order for us to feel safe that we belong, mm-hmm. that you know, all that stuff. So you're fighting against something that's instinctual um, when it comes to attachment. Mm-hmm. It's unhealthy attachment that gets us into trouble, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> it's also a, nor- it's a normal feeling to want to be attached to someone because as a baby we have to feel that, otherwise yeah. we die, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And also if we don't attach to our parents, so let's say there's been theories about adopted babies mm-hmm. who literally get taken and are amongst other babies and see lots of different eyes and engage with lots of different nurses and doctors. Mm-hmm. They grow up not able to attach to one person. Mm -hmm. They grow up relying on crowds of people to please them. And there's other issues with that as well. Am I? Is that me? You're right. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were like. He's very comfortable. So I rely on crowds of people to please me from comedy, weddings, teaching. Does that mean I'm adopted? Did you attach to your parents or did you attach to your friends at an early age? I don't have I don't have many friends when I was younger. Yeah, so no, so it's the kids parents. that it's the kids that take no attachment <clears throat> benefit from their parents and they attach to their peers. They're the ones that generally have attachment issues and mm. attachment issues. One That's of those air things, quotes. Yeah, what she's doing yeah. um, is. Um, it looks like someone that can't attach to a person. So what um, Cam's saying there is that he doesn't want to attach to anyone and you shouldn't. Well, that's also a bit of a – there's two sides to that coin. Yeah. And typical of me, there's a, I always, you know, say there's two sides to every coin, but th- with attachment, you know, there's a healthy attachment and then there's an unhealthy attachment and then there's an instinctual primitive primal mammal attachment that mm. just comes as we're born, yeah. you know, in order to survive. We must belong. Yeah. Well, what was my deal, Mal? Single for fucking 33 years, 32 years. and I reckon you're, you know, and this is like counsellor hat off, Chelsea friend hat on. Yeah. I reckon you're just fucking fussy. Maybe. You are so fussy. Yeah, but I would, I'd always have anxiety attacks like we spoke about. You know. Because you're fussy and I reckon you get yeah. in your head about the negative things and you you focus on that. Yeah. And I think if anyone in any relationship focused on the negatives, because every relationship has them and every individual has them, mm. I'd lose my shit. I wouldn't yeah. attach to anyone, you know? Yeah. I'd be single too. Yeah. And that's the perfectionist in you, I mm. think, that focuses on the limits, the negatives. Yeah. But you also, know? like, if it makes you, like, cr- like, if you just fucking cringe again, your body's fully going into, like, oh, this doesn't feel right. That's different. Yeah. So that is that could be your fussy. intuition. Yeah. But this is a good into the um, 
to Twin Flame and Soulmate debate. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm. Because I'm interested <laughs> in that because I, mm. I me and Delby are both quite into the spiritual side of things and uh, Twin Flames are something that gets brought up quite a lot mm-hmm. and that usually starts with uh, a, like a – like a flame, like an initial attraction, and everything mm-hmm. seems an, to go it's, well. And it's, then you, it's more than that. And it's like, you, yeah, an absolute magnet. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, a magnet, and then <laughs> yeah, I'd I'd like to talk about this too because I've got an interesting experience. And then, this fucking magnet. Uh, whatever the reason is, it there's something that drives you apart, and mm. then yep. um, and I'm skipping a whole lot of things here, but yep. and then eventually you come back yep. together stronger. Is, is yeah, that, that's the is, path of the twin flame. That's the path of which I've read. Crazy initial attraction, then some growth. Then there's this, there's a lot of give and take and chase and and not what what toxicity looks yep. a bit toxic from the outside looking in. Yep. Yeah, and then there's a break. One of them will break away, do some growth. They'll both grow, and then it's inevitable that they will come back together at some point or in some form. Wow, 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 wow! We it's like. Thanos. So you're going to talk about yours, um, or we're we not? What, what's the um, oh, We can talk a little bit, but within just within redacted, boat. redacted, <laughs> redacted, redacted. But uh, if some people have with never ho- heard with of Holly, <laughs> with Holly, <laughs> with Gertrude, uh, if some people have never heard of Twin Flames before, Chelsea, what's your understanding? And then I'll give you a sort of, hours. and I'll just look up a definition as well. I because again, guys, these might not even be real. These might just be. Things that humans have created because they're they're meant to be more intense than a soulmate. Yes, because they're fiery and passionate and lustful. But my understanding of twin flames is that they're different to soulmates and I know that someone asked a question of the difference and this is probably the answer, is that soulmates are less fiery, less passionate, less intense, less chemistry. And you can have platonic soulmates as well. Right. Yeah, oh, God, yeah. That, and that could be related to past life. So yeah. um, if you feel like a really strong connection to someone but it's not <laughs> it's not sexual, it could be because in your past life you might have been sisters or brother-sisters yeah. or whatever. There's, a, there's an innate connection and you just don't know where it comes from. But then twin flame is someone that you meet that just – absolutely knocks your socks off and you don't know why and there's this intense chemistry that you just can't cut the cord no matter how hard you try (coughs) and you dance in and out of that and the reason why you dance in and out of that is because when you're together it seems to blow up like a fire so like a twin flame Mm. yeah well yeah it does everyone have a twin flame no Mm. what do you think well you've got your phone you're googling it but i my i mean i read I, I thought f- the same as well. I read the same as well, Delby. Is what? You that they, not, not everyone, everyone has a twin flame. because Not everyone, yeah. yeah twin yeah. flame is your own soul shared across what appears to be two physical beings where it's like one soul split into two bodies. So, yeah. uh, But a soulmate is like what you just said. So like a pass up. But not everyone's soul, not everyone has a twin flame because that hasn't happened to everyone. Yeah, and not everyone experiences soulmate stuff and people have more than one soulmate. I mean, there's a soulmate for that era and then there might be a soulmate for that era of your life, yeah. you know. Um, people have a soulmate in their 20s and they have one in their 30s. But then some people don't believe that. They believe there's one soulmate. Yeah. So to me, once again, it comes down to the individual and how they mm. see it. But theoretically yeah, is what you're saying. Yeah, these are all concepts as well. Yeah, yeah. and – but I believe yeah. 100%. Like I think I've got more than one soul. I think like Dean Brown is a soulmate of mine. Do you know what I mean? But it's completely mm. platonic. He's just a mate. But mm. when we catch up, like it's like we're seeing, mm. you know, and mm. go into hell deep con- like combos and mm. he understands me, gives me great advice. 
Yeah, that's you cool. Know? Yeah, it's cool when you have those platonic soulmates. Mm. I mean, I've got – I feel very lucky in that I, f- I feel like I have a lot of soulmates, yeah. a lot of in friendships and, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of people in my life that I'm like, I just know you've been in my life before. There's mm. this strong soul connection. Oh, me and you, mate. Yeah, like me and you, Soul mate. tribe, soul, soul tribe. Soul tribe. I used to give you a buzz. Like we met at uni – and I just used to love calling you and having a chat, just catching uh, up. Oh, yeah, the raps, remember? No. <laughs> no, I wouldn't rap to you down the phone. You fucking rap to me 20, yeah, like, all not the time. in the car and shit, but yeah, not yeah. down the phone. No, it was good. I'd be like, yo, Chels, what's going on? Are you with someone else? That happened. What's happened? Uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Probably did. Um, no, we did. We <laughs> had mad chats from the get-go. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you gravitate towards each, towards each other, and that's because of the energy in the air, right, is that – you can, you can, what I love about energy when it comes to relationships or love or, you know, love, let's say, because that ultimately that's what it is, whether it's a friendship or intimate, right? Is that you can walk into a room of a hundred people and there will be someone mm. that catches your eye. And I just, that just gives me tingles because I just think, then what the hell are we all worried about? Mm. You know, when it comes mm. to finding relationships, it'll find you. I just need and a bigger room. And you'll feel it. I just need a bigger room, more than a hundred. Just give me a room of thousand. thousand. A music festival. A music festival. You and your bloody odds. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna throw it in. Um, But yeah, I love that. I just that really excites. Well, maybe that leads to: uh, Can you be in love with more than two people at once? Do you think maybe you can be in love with like soulmates, two soulmates at the same time? Was that the other question? Yeah. Can you be in love with – I would say absolutely and that's from um, both personal and professional answer. I think that our hearts have ju- – they're just so big and uh, that you can – of course you can love more than one person, It maybe at different degrees, mm. but also love comes in many different shapes and sizes. You can love someone for equally but for a different reason than – you know, the other person. When you love someone. You know, um, like you can, yeah. Do you, do you know what I mean? I may not be the that? smartest man, oh. but I know no, what, what love, love is. is. Yeah. So <laughs> when a soul is created. I love Forrest Gump. That is like yeah. my number one. He knows it. He you, knows you, what love you, is. That's my number one favourite movie, Forrest yeah. Gump. That's what he says to Jenny. I may not I be the Jenny. smartest man. I, I think what? she's, she's my first crush. She, she took gets, advantage of a mentally disabled man for 30 years. Yeah. But she was banging <laughs> whilst. Nah. Um, and, then got, and then got AIDS. Yeah. No, she didn't get AIDS. Yeah. yeah. She got AIDS and died. AIDS? H- HIV or something. AIDS. AIDS? Yeah, she was a fucking oh, slut. Oh, she did. No, she was a, <laughs> she was a, um, a junkie, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she, that's, yeah, you're right. And that's where she did get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was it AIDS or HIV her. or whatever? They don't really disclose what it was. She you just assume it was. Slut disease. Slut <laughs> Do you get like people that hate you, haters? No, nah, because I know we're just fucking around. Okay. Actually, that, that said, yeah, we do. We got a hater. We do. Apparently. Oh, I do. And you? If she's listening to this, is probably. it a she or a he? It's a she. And but I mean, no, she's it, lovely. We don't she's, know. She's a legend, but yeah, she's just her social media. 
It feels like it's directed at this card yards every time. So hey, everyone's you know can have. But it's funny because right? if she hates it, like what's she doing listening? Yeah. Oh, just hating back. Last week, last week's episode was very boy club. Oh, it's massive boy club. It was so fun. We're though. talking about fucking and porn and everything. Oh, I have to listen to it. It was it's hell like funny. Being in it's the boy pretty club. fun. It's so funny. I can do it was fun club. chat. We were actually and you know what? For any up. women who do listen, which is thirteen percent of our listeners, yeah. Um, that's how guys chat when they're that's in it. a room without you girls. They yeah. like oh, that's you so can cool. you, anyone who wants to judge us. That's what your husband is doing right now <laughs> <laughs> with other guys. Yeah, well, that's not how they're talking. Necessarily, some and we were. I think we were pretty tame as well. We yeah, were probably yeah, yeah. still a little tame. <laughs> well, hey, I'll have you know, when me and Holly get behind closed doors, we have a whole new chat. What happens? Oh, I've heard. I, I what happens? I've no heard yoga. About, oh. I've heard about these women's chats. <laughs> Shit, Holly's giving her the cut. Yeah. yeah, there's heaps of stuff that girls talk yeah, about. Yeah, girls are worse than guys. Tell, me, tell us about this nude yoga because I want to come. Oh, uh, yeah. So this is this is- like a guys and girls? No, and you no. I really want to. Yeah, you can't girls. be doing well, downward dog. I really want to. You come can't out. be in the back of the room for the downward dog moment. <laughs> no, okay. No. Um, I want to be the happy baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh god, at the front of the room, salty dog. What's that, Holly? <laughs> oh, oh, that'll be like the view I saw of you yesterday. Oh, fantastic! That's on air. Yes. Well, I, I'm, I have no shame, and I tend to do my wax. Sounds like a good name for a when podcast. I'm with my friends because I love quality time, and I'm like, well, guess what? I've got a wax, so you better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I almost said her name again, and Holly was like, "You are my." Pretty much only friend that would do this. And she's like, I've got to get a photo of you. Let's just say we're closer than we've ever been. <laughs> Her legs weren't closer than they've ever been. <laughs> your friendship is. That looks like it hurts so much. Oh, no. Nah. Waxing. It's, it's oh, yeah. great. Oh, it's, I love it. Yeah. Lauren, Lauren, oh, Holly. You said Lolly. No, said Lolly. Lolly. Yeah. Oh. Oh. You said Lolly. What are we going to do about this? No one Nothing. knows. You're right. So I just Continue. Redacted. 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 We can. We can. If you didn't make an issue of it, we're, we're forty-six minutes in. If you so we can if you make a note, forty-six minutes, and we're just going to redact the if name. If you didn't make any an, an issue of it, then yeah, people no, wouldn't rewind know. and go, "What's her name?" Yeah, and then they're going to have to go through your friends list on yeah. Facebook to find her. Yeah, you're thinking <laughs> that all okay? of. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> she goes, just don't talk about it. Oh. Um, okay, I forgot what I was saying. That well, I just blindsided. Well, if I swing it back to purpose of a twin flame, it's meant to be about- No, it was the other question. There was another Two one. love, love it. Oh, we love yep, at the same time. Yeah, two loves. Yes, I think so. And I think part of the problem is that people deny and avoid and suppress their feelings for someone else. They get guilt, they get shame, mm. and this manifests and grows into something bigger and a worse issue. So instead of acknowledging that that's happened and, you know, some part of their marriage vows, like death to us part, you're the only one I'll ever have feelings for. And then they get these other feelings for someone else and then they panic. Mm. And, and, but what people need to do, I believe is have more self acceptance and understanding that yes, you can love more than one person and that's okay. And And then then some people think, fuck no, I will never. And that's also okay. Yeah. And just pick the one that you love more. And bail the other one. Hey. Oh, God, yeah. Do you never be a counsellor, okay? What? Holy. Follow your fucking gut and your heart. So are you going to tell your story, Mr. Secret? No. Nah. No, nah, not, not today. 
Oh. Yeah, but I do believe you can love two things at the same time. I love two things. Yeah, I like love betting and, and <laughs> footy. <laughs> yeah. Betting and footy. It's fucking that's my polyamorous relationship. Um, betting, drinking. Yeah, turning one on. Oh, look, I've had I I've got. Um, and I know Holly loves a drink because she came to Who's Rhyme and was absolutely in love with the drink at yeah, the yeah. show. She really? Yeah. <laughs> she was loose. Yeah, it was funny as. Um. What was that? I forgot what I was saying. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, the whole twin flame situation. I have definitely had an experience where it's just that there's someone that you just cannot cut the cord no matter yep. how hard you try. Yep. You can do energy work. You can do bloody journaling. You can go to counselling. You can talk to them. You can actually not talk to them yep. for but a year. you still year, feel them, yeah. And then it just won't go away. And then I say to people and myself because – this is a situation in my life as well, is that just when you digest, process, deal and accept that that's the way it is, all of a sudden the pressure just fades away. Mm. And you can then talk to your partner about it and say this is what's going on. It's, you know, I'm loyal, nothing's going to happen, but I can't help but feel this for this person and I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. And – I'm lucky in that my partner's like, oh, thanks for telling me. And he and trusts me that that's the truth. It, that nothing's going to happen, but it's better than me pushing the feelings aside and suppressing them because anything that you suppress grows. Yeah. You give it more power. So people think that if they avoid and not talk about it, that they're actually not giving it power. It's the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Well – I'll do it for everyone else that's listening. I'll do a little quick, a bit more about Twin Flames then. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about spiritual growth and its purpose is to awaken your soul. The purpose of discovering your Twin Flame is to speed up your growth, to release wounds, remove blockages and lead you to true self-love. Moreover, these relationships can be incredibly challenging because they shine a light on your insecurities and your deepest fears for that spiritual growth to happen and that can be difficult to face. And that's because you're facing yourself pretty much because your Twin Flame is meant to be you, your soul split in half. What if they're very different to you, like a very different personality, person, life path, background? Maybe that's not a twin flame. Values, beliefs. Maybe that's more of a soulmate than a twin flame. Because twin flames are meant to be like they follow, you've followed a really similar life path. Like me and my one, almost everything to a T. Really? Almost everything mm. is like identical. It's almost like I went there and she could feel my my smell or something and has done exact same thing, almost to a T. Okay, so my understanding of twin fl- – so maybe my situation is more soulmate but um, it would be actually, yeah. But is twin flames – they're quite destructive and toxic can, to engage in and with. I, my understanding is that um, – Initially they can be. Like there will be something brought up because you're dealing with what you don't like in yourself as well. And that goes against the whole theory of like two of the same halves don't make a whole. So I would only with twin flames, but so is it? Are you saying that it's good to be with your twin flame? Or yes, it, of course you are. Mate. Of course I am. Of course you are. Yeah, but, but you're yes. biased. Of you are. But you're biased. No. Theoretically, yeah. no. It's you're not. It's not. It's yes. not a relationship where you should. Yes, it is. Theoretically. Twin flame encounters present a mirror. The things you don't want to deal with, the doubts you have, the inadequacy you see in yourself will all come up through their presence. He goes on to explain, while twin flame relationships are tumultuous, they should not be confused with toxic relationships. The twin flame isn't doing anything to make you feel that way. Your fears are just heightened and activated. Um, they, all, they aren't always romantic in nature. 
Twin flame relationships are just as easily found between platonic friends and mentor-mentee twin flames. Not uncommon. The mind wants to make it a romantic story where everything works out easily, but twin flame relationships are difficult by design. Delby, me and you are twin flames. That's what I'm saying. We, we, we left each other and we came back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we came back. In, in truth, the relationship is designed to test and develop your understanding of yourself and your own energy. Mm-hmm. Um, twin, since the twin flame is actually your soul shared across two physical forms, it differs from other relationships because the type of connection and journey that cannot be shared with anyone else on earth, you only have one. Yeah, sh- should you marry your twin flame? Google that. I already have. <laughs> the, answer is, the answer is yes. Google that. <laughs> well, Google it. I was about to do We've it. We've got to Google it. Like, no, there's, there's conflicting. Everyone's different. Every yeah. relationship's different. Okay, so, so what you just said, I completely agree with, and yeah. I. Agree, but there's nothing in there that says grab a hold your twin flame and bloody yeah. have it for life because no, but you should. Mate, no. you are biased. <laughs> you are biased. Okay. Um, but also, what? Okay, so then, what's the situation where you someone just comes into your life and just like crazily out of nowhere, just you get that chemical reaction in intensity, mm. and it's like wow, because there's someone that you never thought you'd be with. Would that be soulmate in your eyes or twin flame? Mm, if it's someone you never thought you'd be with, I feel like that might be more soulmate because mm. a twin flame, it feels like you you should be together. For me, anyway. This is the eight stages. Instant recognition and intense attraction. So when you meet that your twin flame. That could be soulmate. Could yeah, be. There's an well. immediate sense of recognition and intense attraction. In an instant, your bond is solidified. All the pieces of your life just seem to come together. Synchronicity. Twin flames have a sense of synchronicity. As the relationship unfolds, they will find that they have shared a, mor- a shared moral compass and matching interests. Moreover, twin flames often uncover plenty of coincidences and similar past experiences. When you meet your twin flame, you find that your emotions are amplified. Everything you feel, both good and bad, will feel notably stronger and overwhelming, so super intense emotions. Amplified insecurities and doubts. Just as your emotions are amplified, so are your securities, your fears, and your doubts. Remember, your twin flame is your mirror, and their purpose is to show you how the things uh, that are holding you back, like your fears and insecurities, so that you can work through them, grow, and come out stronger the other side. You feel drawn to the other person. It's magnetic. From the moment you meet, you feel inexplicably drawn to the other person. This feeling never seems to wane either. It's a constant, overwhelming pull. And while the attraction can be sexual, it's more often just the desire to be in that person's presence. Uh, it's a turbulent relationship. They're not mm. all sunshine and lollipops. They are, more often than not, they're rocky and chaotic. Mm. The ugly part of your twin flame relationship is really just a result of the fact that you're being forced to confront and own the parts of you that you don't like, parts that you'd rather not see. But that's any relationship. Can I just might just say a little bit there? That any relationship that you get pissed off or it's intense or you don't like, it's a mirror. It's, that's retrojection. It's yeah. just, it's two one finger pointing is three pointing back. Yeah. Okay? See that little. I like yep. it. Don't know what you do with that one. <laughs> I make people orgasm with that one. Oh, you are rotten today. Rotten. When the curtain is pulled back, it can be unsettling. You're on again, <laughs> off again. As a relo- as a result of the turbulence, your relationship with your twin flame will likely be on again, off You're again. speaking way too fast. They're going to be like... Coming face to face with your demons Keep and going, doing battle with powerful emotions can be overwhelming to say the least. It feels like there's too much to handle and when it feels like too much to handle, you or your twin flame may be inclined to throw in the towel. Um, mm. The thing to remember here is a little bride's tip is it's never permanent. You and your twin flame will always find a way back to each other, whether it's a week, a month, years or decades, you'll find a way back. That's um, cool. You're inspired to be a better person. The purpose of a twin flame relationship is to awaken you to your untapped potential and ignite a fire deep inside you. Mm. It pushes you to do and be better. End of the day, opens up possibilities that you've never dreamed of. The journey demands spiritual growth. 
Um, without growth, it's impossible to get past your fears and whatever else is holding you back. Twin Flame Love is incredibly powerful and it serves a distinct purpose. It elevates you to a better version of yourself. Mm. Should you marry your twin flame? The There's- answer you seek is yes. There's conflicting. Yeah, I was going to say they're being very Everyone's gray. conflicting. It's everything like yeah. – you, you should. And the, the other thing I think is you shouldn't look to other people to find out. You should work that out yourself. Do you know what I mean? Like you just because someone else has worked or hasn't worked. Yeah, yeah. Like take everything with a pinch of salt and just work it out yourself. But it's cool to know that it – I'm hope i hoping – Because it might not even be real. It, yeah, but, you know? it, but it, that it creates understanding for people out there who have had an experience that's just so incredibly Incredible, yeah. just, blo- you know, like just – yeah. You know, like for me, well, with me, yeah. um, went to an all-girls school, never, ever had a sexual attraction to a girl ever in my life. I mean, you knew me from... When you were 18 or 19? Yeah, and I was, you know, all about men, always have been. Yeah, and big then- slut, big <laughs> slut, big Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then nah. met this girl and it was just like, it was it was the crazy. I'll never forget that feeling. I just had no idea what was going on mm. and... I wish I had more of an understanding because I, you know, this was years ago. I was with her, but um, it didn't make sense to me. But now that was I've that years ago, far out. That feels like yesterday. Yeah, years ago. Jeez. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And the more research I do, the more normal I feel that yeah. whatever she was, twin flame soulmate. Not sure, but definitely freaking something mm. because it's just one of those. Loves, I guess, that just like what we were talking about. No, I'm all right. <laughs> I love um, having a servant. <laughs> You're such a cunt, Francie. You did that at the comedy lounge as well. You're like, drinks, no, I was trying drink. To be- as soon as you get the smallest he bit of power, to, you need to, to fucking, eat. you need to humble yourself, bro. I'm humble. I'm humble. He knows. Yeah, so that's good. I um, don't know what I was saying, but yeah, mm. int- I, it's good for the listeners to, yeah, that's what I was saying. If they have an experience that they, cannot find any logic or um, mm. that this is a thing. Yeah, so, yeah, so but my, some people might never have heard of it before. So have mm. a look into it, see what you guys think. Mm. And again, it's going to be 90% dudes. So we could be talking about stuff that they've never experienced before. Oh, is it 90% dudes Our listeners. that listen to yeah. this? The girls that listen love you. 87, I was going to say, 87%. they must just bloody skip. They must be like, oh, that Chelsea girl. No, the blokes love her. Mush, no, they do. Mushy stuff, no? No, likes love because they hear us talk about shit and they're like, man, I've been feeling the same way or I was going through something similar. Mm. Mm. So, oh, that's cool. Mm. It's really cool. Look at these men. <laughs> I'll take the bit. <laughs> I'm a crow. <laughs> you shall you not pass. You shall not pass. <laughs> he never did the W, but everybody else has done the W. <laughs> Listen all the way to the end and you'll see why he's the dumbest cunt on the planet. Yes. Grab a drink, settle down, and we'll see you in... Right now, yeah. five yards <laughs> podcast. <laughs>